And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. She's weird. These people are weird, too. They're so stuck up. You're over there helping his daughter, and they're acting all freaking weird. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. And I had a class with her one time. She wasn't my friend. Like, I I seen them around and stuff. But I remember, like, when I was in junior high school, I had a, I had a class with her. She's so weird. To this was I was probably around your age. Is this how long ago? Wow. Um, I was asleep. I, we were living here. This was, of course, before Jaden was born. Um, I was working at uh, Desert Valley Hospital. I, I've always worked nights, and I heard a screech. And the screech woke me up. And then I heard Lacey screaming. And at first I thought it was you. I thought, You're, you got hit. And literally jumped up out of bed and uh, ran outside. A little girl got hit. She was on the bicycle. And uh, I started first aid, you know, made sure, stabilized the neck, stabilized the back. And yeah, the the family, have bones popping out everywhere. Yeah, and the family were just like weird. Yeah, they didn't say thank you. They didn't say nothing. We got all our towels. Every single towel we had to stop her from bleeding everywhere. She had bones popping out everywhere. Mm-hmm. By the time I walked back in, I was literally drenched in blood. Yeah, they didn't even say thank you or nothing. I'm like. It was weird. It was weird. Like I could, I could have. You could have been like I could have, like you know, potentially saved your daughter's life. And not even a thank you. Cause she, she had a. a I remember because she had a huge scar right here where they had to take the. The skin graft. She was telling me she's like, yeah, I had to have a. She, she was weird too though. That maybe they were just weird people. But she's like, yeah, they had to take the skin off my butt, and she just laughed about it like it was funny. I'm like, what's wrong with you people? She says, oh, that was your brother. Oh, not like oh, tell him thank you that I didn't die. I'm like, yeah, that was my brother. That was our house that you got hit in front of. And the lady tried to run. That lady pissed me off. The lady that hit her, the car uh, had the lock brakes on it. Mm-hmm. So they, she tried to drive away. She tried to run. Tried to do a hit and run on this girl. And their car, it, they didn't have anti-lock brakes, so they locked. They couldn't go anywhere. She got out of her car and ran down the street. Didn't Lacey stop her? Lacey tried to run through after her. She goes, oh, hell no, you're Lacey's big mouth. Get back here now, now, right? <laughs> she goes, you better get over here. The cops are going to come put your ass right in jail. So the lady comes back. She's like shaking. Oh, when the paramedic comes, she's like, I need to, I need to go to the hospital. I just, I just can't. <sighs> oh my, there's a little girl on the ground. Dying. Not dying, but she was in, she could have potentially died. Yeah. You know, anything could happen. Yeah. You know, you're acting like, she didn't even care. She was like all about herself. I, uh, I remember very, I remember checking, well, the first thing I did before anything 
is I made sure that her her neck or her back were broken. Like I made sure I didn't feel no, you know, protrusions of, of any bones. And then I, once I knew that she, nothing was broken, I rolled her over on her back, and I took the towels and I tied off. Pretty much turned them into tourniquets. Oh uh, yeah, you cut the circulation off so it would stop the bleeding. I cut. It was on her left leg. I put one around her left leg and her right arm. And I remember it, the only thing that that saved her life is she was wearing a, a helmet, helmet and it was cracked. Yeah. Because I was outside when she got hit and she flew like a hundred feet. Oh my god. Yeah. Because I, I was about to like I was like it was shocking. I'm like. And I didn't have to call anybody because Lacey's like, after she heard that noise. Right. And I'm just like, like what What do we do? Like, you know that's like those videos of people getting hit? Yeah. And their body just flies? Her body just flew. I was so it, shocked. I don't, I didn't even, I closed funny, my eyes. It's not funny, but it, it just, the thought of it makes me laugh. It's not funny. Definitely not funny. Because I've seen fake. videos like that. Because it looks fake. It does look fake. You're like, you're, Okay. <laughs> like that video of that guy where he got hit on the motorcycle on the freeway and he's going like 100 miles an hour yeah. and this guy comes up and rear ends him so he had to have been going at least 120 and he goes boom <laughs> does like three flips lands on his ass on top of somebody's car in front of him and gets a, and gets a yes video. yeah but you're like <laughs> I couldn't even look I closed my eyes I didn't want to see when she hit so I don't know like how far she rolled but I know because the car was way back here and her body was way over there yeah that and the whole thing was is they were they must have been drunk. I don't know what happened with that. But she was with she was on her bicycle, she had a helmet on, she was with her family, and they were going so fast down the street, which I don't still to this day I don't know why they put a damn road they didn't put something in the street to keep people from going so fast. They do. Some some speed bump something. They put one right there at the at this stop sign. Well not at the stop sign, at the, at the sign. And one down there at that and street. And one at this street. Yeah. Yeah. But uh and they were like on the side of the road kind of and she was going across because they saw a car coming. Mm -hmm. It came so fast she didn't have a chance to get across the thing and the lady didn't try to break or anything until the last second. I'm like... And the lady had the nerve to say, Oh my God, I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> I'm like, shut the hell up. Should I told you, you better shut your damn mouth before I put you in the hospital myself. They had to airlift that girl. The, the helicopter went right here in this field. Yeah. yeah. It was... Uh something I'll never forget. Her family was just like, they're so, I mean, I'm sure they were in shock because they were like, they didn't know what to do. They're just like, like they were, they're dumbfounded, I think. Uh -huh. But after the fact, they could have came back to our house and knocked on the door and said, I just want to thank you for what you did for my daughter. Nothing. Not thank you, nothing. Which you don't need to thank you. It's not that you need it because what you did, any person should do. Right. You know, it has the knowledge to do that. You had the knowledge. But even if you have the knowledge, if I, if I, but see that I would try to help, you know. I wouldn't move them, but I would try to cover the spots that are bleeding or something, stop the bleeding. But it's not that, like I said, it's not that you need a thank you, but they should have given you a thank you. I would have. Right. That's just me, though, you know. I'm just glad that she's alive. You know? Yeah. But that's to me because at that point training just kicks in. All the training that I ever done, and this is years before I even got being a modern tech. So yeah. I hands-on patient care training just all kicked in you know that's what i told her because she was like yeah like i have all these ugly scars whatever she and they were because she had to have such a big skin graft yeah i mean her leg 
there was a huge in her arm too and she had I guess her face got road burner because she had to have a skin graft like on her cheek uh-huh. and I told her so at least you're alive you know so that's just that's that's nothing you know see the sad thing is is I don't when I reflect back on her all I remember is blood yeah she was covered I don't remember seeing any part of her not so I, I don't know. She had like some kind of huge like rip on her face. I don't know if it was like a road rash or, but it had to have a skin graft because you could see. Could have been. I have a road rash on my hand. You or it could know. have just been her face just got sliced right there or something. You never Maybe. know. But she'd have a skin graft on her face, on her arm, and on her leg, and it and it was like disfigured kind of. But that's that's nothing. That's just cosmetic. Right. And it's not that big of a deal. It's her leg and her arm. Oh well, you know. And especially now, this day and age. Yeah. They can. They can do some laser with yeah. laser, yeah. But I told her, I said, well, you know, I said that's that is what it is. I said, but you're still at least you're still alive. I said that's all that matters, you know, and that's that's nothing. Right. There's people yeah. that are burned up and look scary as hell, but you know, some what? people They're look alive. like Freddy Krueger and they can't change it. Right. And they have to go on living like that, and they're they're happy. Yeah, because they're alive. Yeah, yeah. they're happy. They're like, you know, sometimes I have to cover my face up and stuff because I I draw a lot of attention, but. You know, I just do what I do. You know, whatever. Are you kidding me? Like, a lot of people. I learned about like people being different at like a young age. I remember I was with my dad and we were going. Rodney was with us too, and we went to Rodney's friend's house. We were going somewhere, but it it was somewhere in California. I don't remember exactly where. I think it was like maybe towards the north. And we went to these people's house, and it was weird because they had like a trailer attached to the back of their house. So they had a house, or they had like they lived in like a trailer thing that was attached to this big nice house. It was like. You couldn't really tell that the house was burnt on the outside, uh-huh. but and it, and I don't know if the because the little it was Rodney's friend and she had a daughter and she was all burnt up like on her arm and half her face and I don't know if the mom thought that I was judging her daughter or not but I was I was just like I've never seen that before a child right. and you've never seen something like that you're gonna look like you've never seen that before it's shocking you know right and she's like she had to tell me this whole story or whatever. She was nice about it, but I think she just, I think she thought I was being judgmental, but I really wasn't. I was just kind of shocked In shock. Yeah. I had no problem playing the little girl and it was, she was, she was younger than me. I think she was like six and I was like eight and she was telling me this whole story of like what happened to them. And it was so sad. Like she showed me inside their house and it was like all black and burnt in there. And I guess she was in there with she was like a little two year old son or whatever. And she went, she ran out of her room to get her two year old son out of his room. And she didn't know that the fire was, started in that little girl's bedroom from like electrical or something and that's how she got burnt on fire was stuck in that back room or whatever and she told me that she was when she found her she was like unconscious and all this stuff so it was just really sad and i i told her i was like i don't i don't care like i would still play with her it doesn't bother me right. she's like well most kids you know they're judgmental i'm like i'm not judgmental i've just never seen this like i told her i've never seen this before i've never seen anybody that's been burnt like in real life right but that little girl, even though she was like that, she was like the happiest little girl I've ever seen. But it was so sad. She told me how none of the kids wanted to play with her. I'm like, that's just so sad. Like, like I know it's, I know it's like, uh, it seems superficial, but I think they, that there's nothing wrong with those kids wanting to get like laser surgery or, you know, wear wigs or whatever, because people are going to judge them and be mean. Yeah. Right. That's life, you know? But I was just, I felt so bad for her. I was like, it's so sad, but she was so happy. You know, she really was. She was truly happy, that little girl. They lived in a crappy little small trailer because they're they're waiting for the insurance to fix to do the house or whatever. But they had a nice big house. It was sad. I'm like, I'm sure they sued somebody or did something. Some something faulted or something. It was like a 
night. Like, I don't know what it was, but. That's, that's sad. That, that kind of. But I think that, like, seeing that when I was eight years old, it made me a different person. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, more of a sympathetic person, understanding person to people. Because and also the way she, she the, the mom was, like, very, like, protective. Almost, like, aggressively protective. So I kind of got scared. But I, I told her, I was like, I'm not judging your daughter. I'm not like that. I've never been like that. Right. I've never been, oh, my God, I won't play with her because she looks different or whatever, you know. I was never like that when I was little. I hate people like that. I've always... If someone ever told me you can't be their friend, I'll be their friend on purpose because no one's going to tell me what to do. Right. I've always been like that. I've lost so many friends growing up because they said, oh, you can't be that person's friend. I would go be that person's friend. I stopped being their friend because no one's going to tell me who or what I can do or who I can like or whatever. I've always been that way. But kids just nowadays are just like, I have to do whatever my friends say because if not, their friends are my life and they're going to pay my bills and they're going to support me. No, they're not. Don't get me started. <laughs> it's the truth. I know, but I'm, I'm thinking about one particular kid that, um, you know. Yeah, I know. That's how kids act these days. They act like these friends that they have in elementary school and junior high school and high school that when you grow up, they're going to mean something. Let's just face it. 90% of the people that you're friends with are not going to be your friends in the future. Right. You're going to yeah. have some good friends that you're going to have for a long time. And are you going to have people that, that, you know, that's your friend that you may not talk to them or hang out, but if you see them again, it's always going to be the same. Right. And that's okay. But these kids act like these people are going to pay their bills. They're going to support them, take them through college, put them in a mansion. These people do not matter. Their opinion does not fucking matter. They're not life. They are not God. Get the fuck. I, I hate it. I hate kid, how ignorant children are today. They're stupid. I was never that stupid. No. Some people are still like Everybody that. is a damn... There's some people that are leaders, but everybody nowadays is a damn follower. Everybody. Yep. Nobody has their own opinion. And no if you are and if you anything. are a leader nowadays, okay, the leaders are the ones that somehow they get everybody to follow them, and they're like... They're the ones that are making these kids like, just do what I say. Those are the the, lead, the new leaders. Right. But the, the actual leaders, the ones that won't do what people tell them to do, they have no friends because nobody wants to be their friend because they're weird or they're this or they're that. Or they have a different opinion. Yeah. Well, if you don't have the same opinion as me, then we can't be friends. I, I can't. I have to tease you and be mean to you. Like it's so stupid. It is stupid. People need to whoop their children's ass more or something. Do something right. Or I don't know. I don't know. But I can't stand it. What it is 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 these kids these days think that they're so smart and they're so clever and they're so sneaky and they have higher intelligence. No, they're getting more. Stu- they're getting more stupid. No, listen to this because guess what? The majority of the people that have these kids that think that they're, they're so wonderful, these kids, and they think they're so smart, they go home, and they act completely different. Yeah. Okay. Now, mind you, they, they go to school and they do all the shit. They, they, like, mentally torture kids, and, and they lead groups of other kids that torture other mentally, you know, it, it's a cycle, okay? And they go home and they act like there's nothing wrong. You know, the sweet, sweet, innocent yeah. little person that, you know, everybody loves. And come to find out, like, two weeks later, they get RPC'd for beating up some kid because he's got fucking polio or something. You know, who knows? Polio. <laughs> who knows? It doesn't matter. You know? <laughs> I'm just over-exaggerating like I always do. But still, obviously, you know, there's something wrong. Right. Something wrong with society. Yeah. People you need, are... You need to be in your kid's business. It doesn't fucking matter 
oh, the kids need their privacy. No, you need to be in their fucking business so they have no business doing shit that they don't need to fucking and do. Th- this is another thing to say on this. Okay, like, I remember when I was in the car with Nikki and we were talking about... Limitations. Uh, Sorry. We were talking about how... She's like, so if I wonder... Nikki? I don't know that name. She was from The Dolls. The black heavy girl. Okay. Yeah. She, we were talking about, like, suicide. And she said, you know, how come suicide seems like it's more prevalent nowadays? And I said, well, there's two reasons for one. I said, for one, people are are letting their kids care too much about what other people think. And I believe that. Yeah. I, I do. Yeah. You know? Because she's like, well, are, are people just more of a wuss? Well, I wouldn't say that it's a, being a wuss. I say it's more that you're... Because ch- everybody can be emotional, you know? Yeah. But you're letting Look at your me, children, I'm a fucking dickhead. I'm really emotional. You're letting your children <laughs> care too much about what other people think. And they're learning that from you. Yeah. Right. You know? And I said, on top of that, I said, also, it's probably because now the media is reporting all this stuff. I'm sure suicide's been around forever, like, a lot. But I know it's oh, more yeah. now. Because all the bullying, all the cyberbullying, it's more accessible to, to torture people yeah. and to killing themselves, you know, kids or whatever. We're talking about kids in general. But kids are too sensitive. They really are. Yeah. To what other people think. I agree. Yeah. And it's sad. I think people... If they if their kids are too sensitive about anything anyway, they need to teach them. Like, you know, well, don't be so fucking sensitive. Okay, I think you're gonna kid, grow up and, and wonder why you're gonna be emotional about everything. Look, well, there's a reason emotion- for no, it's no, not emotional. obviously it's about no. Caring because you can be emotional. I'm a super emotional person. Yeah, but it's about letting other people's opinions rule your life. Yeah, exactly. That's- oh, you don't like what they do, so you're gonna throw a tantrum about it and, and, and get upset. Don't get upset. Just don't give a shit what the fuck they do. Or what they say, yeah. Or what they say, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. No, sorry. I feel very strongly about this. Is, uh, well, with, with Zoe, you know, she's she's a very emotional person. Well, yeah, so so are you and so are Lacey. But that's, that's just to be expected. But, you know, I, I try. I mean, she's four going on five or 35. Um, or five. <laughs> you know that it, it all it all depends on how she feels about herself. It doesn't yeah. matter what anybody, else, anybody else. No, and then we're talking. We're not talking like people should care about. I mean, there's certain opinions you should care about. You know, like no, yeah, your obviously. family's opinions should they should weigh on you. They shouldn't make your life, but you shouldn't go out and just kill people. We're not talking like no, extremes okay. here. Right. We're talking about like how people not do what you want to do when you feel it, yeah, and how you do yourself. Yeah. It's all about self esteem. Is what it really comes down to. Yeah. It's all about self-esteem, and it's all about how you view yourself. And you, that as long as you don't prioritize what other people think about you, then you'll be okay. That's yeah. what I believe in anyways. Well, it, for me, and I, I didn't realize this until I was, like, senior year in high school. I always thought I was just the outcast, the weird, the, the, you know, the freak and the geek. Uh-huh. And what it was was, and you kind of touched on this earlier, was I wasn't a, I wasn't a follower. I've never been a follower. Yeah, people who aren't followers don't have that many friends. No, that's just the way it is. Yeah, or you do have a lot of friends and they're following you to the end. My thing is, is like when people okay, since we're talking about the 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 whole you know you don't have to listen to p- other people's opinions. Sometimes it's good to listen to other people's opinions. Well, yeah. So you have to distinguish between you know, am I doing something wrong or. If I'm doing that's something not, too I'm much, not, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about like as your own opinion of yourself. Though we're not talking no, like I no. said extremes. Like I said, don't go no, no, rob a bank it. or kill somebody. Not like that, but right. in the aspect of just love yourself. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks as long as what you think 
If yeah. you think something about your phone's bad, then change it. Yeah. But don't change it because someone else tells you to change it. That's stupid. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. If you're comfortable in your own skin, you're comfortable in who you are, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. No. And if you're not, then change it, you yeah. know? But don't let someone rule your life by saying you should be this person's friend, you should look this way, you should dress this way, you should watch this movie, these type of movies. You or, should act this way. Yeah, you yeah. should just listen to this type of music. That shit is retarded. Retarded, yeah. You're not a damn robot. You're not trying to be programmed, you know? Yeah. The interesting thing is... What are you, the man? No. <laughs> talking about this is... I don't know if it's like a midlife crisis for me or it's because of, of losing Lacey, but I, I'm i like rediscovering myself. I, I don't think, I think a lot of, and Aaron and I touched on this briefly with the scene Red Daily, is um, I'm, I don't think I'm the same person that I was. Last year, this time last year. No, there's a lot to happen. A well, lot. I, I, I believe that because the whole thing is, is you've been with Lacey ever since you were like 17. Yeah, since you were now a kid you're by still, yourself, yeah. and you're still discovering what you like. That's just that's just life. You know what I'm saying? You've because, never been your own man because you were so young. Yeah. It, like you had to grow up. Old, fast. If you're older, it's different. Yeah. You know, because you're growing up, you're you're by yourself, you're learning things. When you're somebody else, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, no. But I'm saying that you're on your own now, so you see things by yourself. You don't have to consider another person's opinion. Because when you're married, you have to you it's you're become one. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So you you have to consider the person at all times. When you're not married, you are your own person. But you can do what you want. You can like what you want or try what you want. It doesn't matter. You don't have to consider anybody else's opinion of what you're doing. That has been the biggest. I don't know how to explain it. That, that it, it's literally taken me months to kind of not feel guilty. Yeah. I know it sounds stupid, but in the beginning, I, I felt guilty. You know, because I could go to the movies whenever I wanted to, or you know, go to the gym every single day, which I do. Yeah. You know, it's just I don't know. But I, I, I think I'm just maybe maybe not finding myself. Maybe I'm it's more of a, a redefine. I'm redefining myself. You're rediscovering yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Because I don't know. I just I feel guilty. I mentally, physically I feel different. Still not a follower, though. No. <laughs> I don't think anybody in this house is a follower. I know I'm not. I've been button heads with my parents since day one. Pretty much. Been a rebel. I'm the kid that was two years old, and I remember this. Getting out of bed and going oh, and opening a hole in the bottom of my presents to see what I got and put them back down. That's pretty smart for a two-year-old. And I remember doing that. That's bad. I would poke a little hole. I'd see, okay. I did that for years, and no one ever knew get I was some, doing that. Get some light, and you're like, oh, yeah. I was doing that stuff for years. So that's why you were never <laughs> that excited? Yeah, no one ever figured out why. Why isn't she getting super excited? You know, I literally probably did it from the time I was two to at least the time. So, so we moved out and moved to uh, Hinton. Really? So we moved to Hinton when I was like seven. Yeah. So I did that for five, five years. Five years. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad, but that's pretty smart. That is smart. Don't get no ideas, Zoe. 
Nah, she she'd walk out and be like, "Oh, it's Christmas." She'd have the tablet in front of her. Put down the tablet. Oh, presents! No, I didn't even know they were there. She's not bad. She's not that bad yet. She's pretty bad. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. She's pretty bad. She'll okay. She'll come this out. This is the kid that walks into walls because she got the tablet in her hand. Come on. <laughs> so I was about to say she'll go into the bathroom, right? And she'll she'll forget that she went into the bathroom. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I just had the tablet. I said, well, get out. I got to pee. <laughs> what are you doing in this? Are you trying to catch a Pokemon or something? You forget. <laughs> yeah, you do that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. For this episode, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Rex C. Lachlan. And I'm Aaron Illich. we come back tomorrow for more Seeing Red Daily. Welcome to Seeing Red. didn't warn you.